gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Glowing Week Point. It's the week, it is glowing, and I'm pointing at my screen. Wombat, tell me what your Glowing Week Point is. Oh, Jesus. We're just, we're not, we're not even going to talk about who we are. You know who we are, and if you don't, shame on you, but, but not really. Go listen to our entire back catalog. Some of it's worth listening to, maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, go listen to... Uh, shit, what are we at? Like 28? This is our 27th like, episode. 27. Yep. Which means we're now past the halfway point. John, we're past yeah. the halfway point of a year. Yeah. Aren't you excited? We've do- we've been doing this for six months now. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. All right. Okay. What's your glowing weak point? Okay, my glowing weak point. So, the past couple of weeks, I've been talking about going to see The Green Knight, right? Did you finally see it? <laughs> no, because it's not Damn in theaters. It. It's not in theaters anymore. I put it off too long, and I missed it being in theaters. I'd have to Walmart. drive to Waco. I would have to drive to Waco to, like, an AMC theater in order to watch The Green Knight. I mean, you've been to Waco before. Right, but it's it's kind of far, and I, I I live a busy life sometimes. Wombat, uh, your drive to Waco is like my drive ten feet into Atlanta. Right, I mean, <laughs> that's not my fault. <laughs> that's that's Atlanta's fault. <laughs> but uh, uh, instead, I went with uh, my family, and I saw Free Guy. Which is that new uh, Ryan Reynolds video game movie about yeah. an, an NPC who becomes like sentient and starts to rebel against the video game that he lives in. Um, yeah, and it's really good, like like really good. Uh, okay, but like the only the only um like gripe I had with it was that uh. Both, like, male main characters had, like, people of color sidekicks. And and only the white dudes get to have, like, any kind of a romance. Mm. Like, give give some love to to people of color. Come on. No. Do it! No. But no, it's like, it's, it's really funny. The, the entire movie. Okay. Uh, cool. What about you? What's your glowing weak point? Well, uh, as I mentioned last week, my kitchen is now finished. Ooh! I'll, I'll... Yeah, I, I finally got the right things. And <laughs> bit of a bit of a thing there. Um, so I am I'm still trying to get like a new couch. Because while the couch we currently have is comfy, the back cushions are just the worst. Are they rocks? Like, no, they're frumpy. Ooh, I don't like a frumpy uh, back cushion. No, I I would prefer rocks because then you could just put like another pillow there or something. But no, with frumpy, especially because like they don't maintain their shape. At all, right? 
So they they just sort of are amorphous blobs on the back of the couch, and they look like trash, and they make the whole room kind of trashy. Now, it's a free couch. I got it from my sister. She didn't want it anymore. We didn't have a couch. It's been wonderful having a couch, but it's time to get something we actually like. <laughs> yeah, it, it and, seems like uh, it. So we, one of the things we had done when we went to Ikea was we looked at the uh, the couches that were there, just because, you know, we're there. And we found one that we really liked, but it's $400, and couches are always expensive, but that's a lot of money. Right. Um, <laughs> no, it and is. And I, it, yeah, no, it is, it, it, and it, it hurts to drop that amount on a thing. Um especially when there's other things I need to be dropping that amount of money on right now. <laughs> yeah, like, I bought a new couch last year from uh, Rooms to Go, and it was a $1,000. Yeah. Like, yeah. insane. Another, I was paying that off for another, months. Another reason why we were going with Ikea, because we don't want to spend $1,000. <laughs> oh, now, you get what you pay for, speed. but... <laughs> whatever um and uh this this past week i i was like you know what i wonder if anyone else has that couch and is selling it so i, I went on like craigslist and like facebook marketplace and stuff and i found one for two hundred dollars okay and i was That's like better. oh cool two hundred two hundred dollars what's the real price again and went on a ikea and the way i go to websites especially ones that i've been to before is you know you click the top bar you start typing the name of it and then it auto fills in like here are frequently searched for you of the things and so i just clicked the top one which again is the the ivar system which is what my shelving unit was right um because just because it, it gets you there faster and i was like well i'm already on this page i might as well look and i scrolled down and you know that storage unit with foldable table I had been talking about and trying to get for like yeah. three months? Yep. And and it was on last chance to buy, so it won't be coming back. And like I talked to the people, I called uh, Ikea and was like, hey, you going to have this again? And they Did said, they restock no. it? It's in stock right now. <laughs> <laughs> Those lying sons of bitches. <laughs> Uh, but my, my kitchen's done. I'm, I'm happy with it. It's, it's, it's where I want it to be. Okay. So maybe I'll, I'll, I'll post a picture of it on the, um, the Instagram this week. Uh, yeah. Who would we point on Instagram? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, hey, little, little side thing. Um... What? Uh, have you bought anything new this week? Have I bought anything? Like just yeah, just oh, just in, in your life. Just any 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 fun new thing you've bought for yourself? Okay. Um, I mean, this is you got anything coming in the mail? Yeah. Okay. What? So one that I got this week was I, I mean, like this is for the podcast, but it's also like I just I love reading these books. 
um, is I got our next uh, light novel for the podcast. Me too. Yeah. I'm I, already I, done. You're already done? <laughs> See, I, I, I'm, I'm still on like the last few pages of my end of policing book. So uh, I haven't okay. started just yet, but I'm really okay. excited to read it. Um, and then I've got uh, I've got another couple of light novels coming in the mail too. I've got the uh, second volume of So I'm a Spider, So What coming, and okay. I've got the fourth volume of Log Horizon on its way. Uh, okay, so so those are exciting, um, and then. I mean, I'll talk more about the game once we get into the games, but I, I caved. I've been. I, I wanted to wait until I had a PS5 to buy this game, but I just. Mm-hmm. I, I want to play it so badly that I went and got the PS4 version. Um, I got Tales <laughs> of Arise yesterday, and I've already poured like uh, six hours into it. That's the one that doesn't allow co op, right? Yeah, they got rid of the, the co op. The new one? Yeah, unfortunate. I, I, I'm not far enough in, like, I still only have two party members, so I'm not entirely sure why they got rid of co-op, other than just to get rid of it. Like, maybe there's some yeah. kind of gameplay reason that makes sense, but so far it doesn't seem like it. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I, I still have hope that eventually they'll patch co-op back in if enough people complain about it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, what about you? Did you get anything fun? <laughs> I got something utilitarian. Um, uh, so, I am, in general, about 15 years in the past when it comes to technology. Aside from, like, the stuff I have to have for streaming. Right, so, I mean, like, you I've don't even have, Elgato, like, an HD I've got... No. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> um... Well, I mean, I got a big flat screen now, but I don't, I don't know that it's HD. Oh, you um, got a flat screen? Yeah. Didn't I talk about this? No, the last I heard, you only had a CRT. Okay. No. Yeah. Okay. I, <laughs> I, I got it because um, my mom was talking to one of her old family friends, and they were, they had. A flat screen in the back of their car at that time because they were going to go to the the dump and they were uh, bitching about it because they were going to have to pay the dump to take this TV. And my mom was like, is there anything wrong with the TV? Does it work? <laughs> Does it work? Uh, do you really want to spin that or can we just take it off your hands? And they're like, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, we'd love for, for you to have it. <laughs> and then it saves us money then, yeah and then and it made its then way they, to you and then it made its way to us and good grief it's it's like my full wingspan in width i mean like, that's not that uh, like the tv in my living room is bigger than that granted i didn't buy that so the one in my bedroom that i did buy is not my wingspan it's huge yeah I mean, when you consider that, like, the other TV uh, was about my, like, chest width. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, that's a, that's even small for a CRT. I mean, it's a giant CRT. And I've got a broad chest. I guess, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, 
you know, we, we got that upgrade. We don't want to boast about that. Um, but I'm, I'm typically like way behind. Like it is impressive that I currently have a switch because before I had the switch, my newest console was a Wii. (laughs) (laughs) Your newest console was from 2006. Yes. Um, my, my newest, my newest Xbox is a 360. My newest PlayStation is a three. Actually, I, it, it doesn't work technically cause I don't have the cord. Oh, also the from power. 2006. Yes. Um, <laughs> but I have just about every console before then. Right. Uh, I'm missing a GameCube, but I have, but you have a Wii. Every Nintendo console through the Wii. Um, I'm not missing any PlayStations. I've got I've got one through three. I'm not missing any Xboxes. I've got an Atari. Like I I like the older stuff. Um, but this this also carries into like I don't have like a DVD player or something or or stuff. So I've got. An Xbox 360 hooked up to my TV so I can play DVDs. I was about to say, if you have a PS2, you have a DVD player. Yeah. Uh, it's a trash DVD player. But <laughs> technically, yes. Um, That's how I've gotten through life. Uh, and uh, I've got a uh, a Roku device now. Oh. And I've gotten in love with the fact that it has a remote... So I don't have to get up and walk over and press the controller to change things. That's really nice. So this week, I bought a Microsoft Xbox 360 Universal Media Remote! Woo? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited Where'd about not get having that? to a get up. you defunct Radio Shack sale? eBay. eBay. <laughs> eBay. I'm uh, digging through the boxes at a fucking closed down Circuit <laughs> City. Oh, there. I don't remember there being any Circuit Cities near me. <laughs> Nobody remembers yeah. Circuit City or Radio Shack being near them because it was like a decade ago <laughs> yeah. that they were open. Nah, I, I've been to a Radio Shack in the last five years, I'd say. Hmm. Um, yeah, I think I think I don't remember. I think my town has an here's open why. radio shack still too. I my last car did not have an aux um, input, an aux cable. Uh huh. Did you have so, to get one of those tape things that? Uh, I I have like three of those cassette things. Yeah, I had to get um, one too for a car that I used to have. And the only place that sold them was Radio Shack. So. I went to Radio Shack. I actually bought mine online from the Walmart store. You can't buy it in a Walmart, but you can go online and buy it from Walmart. Okay. Yep. Huh. Um, yeah, but needed that because I've been watching through the, um, uh, what is it? What uh, is Fast it? and Furious franchise. Right. <laughs> Well, what are you up to now? Have you finished the 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 series yet? 
Um, no, I'm up to seven. I just, I just finished seven, so... Oh, what was supposed to be the end of the series. Yeah, at eight is the last one I own. Um... Ten's not out yet, right? No. Ten is the one they're about to release. No, nine released this year. Oh, I feel like I've already heard about 10, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, I mean, they've announced 10. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. Alright. Like I said, I don't watch these movies, so... <laughs> I don't know. I know I know it was supposed to end with 7 after Paul Walker died, and then they said, actually, family lives longer than family, I guess, so... <laughs> uh honestly very good movie like uh they somehow they have managed to be completely different movies each one each one like every single one of them is a very different movie and they're also all the same <laughs> Like, like, but like, also they're, they're nothing all, changes ever. <laughs> they're all very different movies, but if you look at them, it's like, all right, this movie is about hot chicks, hot men, fast cars, crime, and family. <laughs> that that's that's every single movie. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of movies, though. I mean, you just explained a James yeah. Bond movie. Uh, James Bond's less about fast cars. I understand he's got his Aston Martin, <laughs> and it's it's a beautiful car, and... Uh, the modern oh day boy. stuff has a, has a car chase every movie. Yeah. Like, I, I understand if you go back to, like, Sean Connery or Roger Moore or something, like... There's not as many car chases, but there's also more abusive women, so... I guess, yeah. Here, here's the, the difference, I'd say. Because, uh, if you're honest, they're the same movie. Like, it, it, James, James, Bond and, James Bond and Fast and the Furious are the same thing. Oh, I see! <laughs> it's, just that, it's just that James Bond uses gadgets, and he's suave and debonair, and he's a one-man uh deal whereas fast and furious they use cars to accomplish the exact same things that james bond does but they work as a team and they don't have inspector gadget bullshit no no but it's it's the same they're the same thing right hey what (laughs) games have you played this week (laughs) this is funny okay all right um, let's see. Let's start with what I played last week. I played Prodigal. Um, I beat Prodigal at the start of this week. Um. Okay. Cool. So, the sexy Spaniard was evil, which is why you can't romance the sexy Spaniard. Um. Oh. Yeah. Gotcha. And, That's and, sad. And then he killed the sheriff of the town and also our grandpa and tried but to kill us. did he shoot the deputy? No, the deputy is still alive. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, Was it in self-defense? 
No, it was not. It okay, was. It okay, was. We, um, move on. we finally, we finally got him all the materials that he needed to reforge his evil sword, and then um, he he reforged the evil sword and became uh, the god of darkness again. Oh, yeah. You know, generally, you you gotta look at the optics of it. You don't want to be called the god of darkness. No, like, you really it, don't. It just never, it never turns out well. Go go for like. The god of sunshine and unicorns, like that—that's that's a much more appealing name than the god of darkness. I, I just—I yeah. don't understand why they fail with the optics every time. You'd think with like super genius evil people, they'd they'd have a better grasp on this, but I guess not. So I I beat him and I beat the game. Um, there's post game stuff and there's other stuff I could have done during the game. I know for a fact. Um, and I'll get to that eventually. Like, this is a game, this is the kind of game where I'm going to go back and play it again. Because it's not that long, and it's really fun. Um, it's very Link's Awakening-ish, you know? Uh. Yeah. So, uh, like, it's short, it's, it's good. It's short and it's good, so you can keep going back to it. Which I will eventually. It's, but I wanted to move on to It sounds like the game I would play. Yeah, it's a really good game. Um, uh, let's see. After that, tell me. Um, wait, what? I I want to know about Greg. I was going to go to Greg. Um, <laughs> okay. So Greg or Greek? It's G R E A K. Um, memories of so it's, Azure. It's like Greek with an A or like break with a G. So right. Greg, right? It's weird. <clears throat> so this is like a another like indie ish kind of game that I picked up um, afterward before I picked up the big triple A bullshit I got. Um, yeah. So it's it builds itself as a Metroidvania. I wouldn't describe it as that. Um, it shares more in common with something like. Hollow Knight? Okay. Yeah. Um, except there's three playable characters that you run around with simultaneously. Um, I haven't actually gotten the third yet. So there, there's three siblings. There's a younger brother who is the titular Greg. Um, I th- I'm pretty sure he's the main character. Um, there's a sister, Adara, who's... Uh, um, She's like a mage kind of person. She can float in the air and shit. Um, and okay. then there's the older brother, Raydell, who uh, at the point I'm at in the game, they know where he is, but they have to go find him. He's like joined a, a member of the guard and he is like under attack at a fortress. We have to go uh, gotcha. get him. Um, <clears throat> the concept of the game is that like ages ago, there was a forest and it was being destroyed by a plague. And the the creatures that lived in the forest were called the Urlags, which are basically like orcs. Um, okay. And then a whole bunch of rocks landed around the forest and they, they uh, started to purify it. And because the rocks were there, uh, a new species was born called a Kurins. C-O-U-R-I-N-E-S. Um... Okay. And and the Korins uh conquered the forest and they've been living there ever since. Uh kind of kind of colonialist. 
Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, and at the start of the game, the Erlags are attacking the Korins, and they're they're finally like driving them out of the forest. Like they they've been plaguing them. The, they've been plaguing the Korins ever ever since like they were born, and they're finally like winning. Okay. Uh, and you play as these three Korins who are trying to escape. Uh, also, I guess I guess the Korins actually can't exist without um, those rocks that gave birth to them initially being around to them. And okay. the Erlags are going around destroying or taking, we don't really know which, um, all of the rocks that they can. Um, okay. So our, uh, yeah. the, the group of Korins our main party is hanging out with don't have a rock yet. They're looking for a rock so that they can put it on their airship and get the fuck out of there. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, okay. It, it's it's kind. It can be kind of difficult sometimes, and it's a lot of puzzle bullshit, which you know I'm not great with all the time. <laughs> um, but it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. Okay. Yeah, it looks fun. Yeah. So I've I've got big news about Honkai Impact Third. Did you beat the tutorial? I uninstalled it. <laughs> <laughs> I I went. Basically two weeks without playing any of it. Like, I the second half of, of last week, I didn't even log in to get my bonus. Wow. And, and I was like, yeah, this is, this is, this is not working. I You said, why am I doing I might, this? I might go back to it someday if I get a better phone, but... But if right you get now, a better phone, you should just go to Genshin Impact. I I probably would. Um, <laughs> so yeah, for, for right now, just just not gonna happen. So yes, I have uninstalled it. Good job. No more news. No more news for the future about Honkai Impact Third. Uh, uh, what what about Black Geyser? Okay, you wanna you wanna talk about that? Um. So, Black Geyser is a game that I shouldn't like, and I probably won't, um, <laughs> but I kickstarted it a while back. It's it's basically Baldur's Gate, or Icewind Dale, or, or that. I it's guess Baldur's CRPG. Gate is a lot closer to what it... It's a CRPG, and uh, it's a very traditional CRPG, and they... they um, they designed it to be uh, old school, but it's not D and D. It's their own world, their own system, um, all their own classes and races and stuff. And it's it's really neat from what I've been seeing of the the lore. Because I I wanted. Uh, when I when I kickstarted this, it was because I really wanted a game like that. But um, I'm I really don't like Baldur's Gate. It's just kind of okay. Yeah, it, um, it can be. It, it's hard to get into. Like, yeah. If if you're getting into it today, because it's very like, I would say dangerous. yes, especially the first yes. Baldur's Gate. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. 
so I, uh, I, I had gone and I kickstarted it, and then I just kind of, you know, deleted all knowledge of it because it wasn't going to come out for a while. Why do I need to follow this thing that? Right, I, I've got a I bunch don't even, of games like that that I've kickstarted or whatever that I've just forgotten about because they're not coming out yeah. anytime soon. They'll show up in my mailbox yeah. one day, and it'll be like, "Oh, hey, that came out." Uh huh. Exactly. Um, so, uh, it came out this, actually, it came out, like, a week ago. I mean, it looks like it's actually still in early access, so it's not even technically out yet. Correct. Um, I don't know, can you buy it at this point? You can, it's $25 on Steam, Black Geyser, Careers of Darkness. Yeah, because I, I didn't have to, it was just like, here's your code, go play it, um, and it's it's been out a week. It's gotten uh, for as many days as it's been out an update every single day, fixing large swaths of things. <laughs> it, it came out a buggy mess. Yeah, well, yeah, but it's also like a almost fully voice acted game. Um, f- and uh, CRPGs have a lot of dialogue, so that it's a lot. Um, yeah, there's, there's a lot in this, um, but I, I decided, uh, a couple days ago I'd start it, because I haven't talked about a new game in a while, and, uh, looking through the lore, it's interesting, um, there are multiple races, but they all come from humanity, so... Okay. Like, it's all just different they, they variations have, of humans. Yeah, but, like, they have elves and dwarves and stuff. So, like, elves are humans that were um, blessed by a certain goddess and, like, taken and, and were put in another place and they um, uh, only worship, like, this one goddess who who has cared for them and because they were so f- long away from the rest of humanity they've developed to be more slender and pointy ears and stuff um but you know they, they just come from the same place they're just they've they've evolved separately slightly right. um dwarves were ones that were captured by another god who was jealous of them and uh, of the elves uh so most everything else is Elves that have been taken and, and altered. So, like, dwarves were, were taken and, and kept underground for a while, and they rebelled against their their person, you know, their their evil god, and but they still love the darkness and everything, uh, and, and underground and stuff, um, and they're stockier and dwarfish. Um, and then, like, there's, there's not drow who were taken to the... Uh, the cold north by someone who wanted their power, you know, and they rebelled against them, and it's it's neat how they've they've set this up. So, but I've I've played through the initial tutorial. Um, it's the the basic concept is that in this world there is a a plague going across the world. Um, both a literal plague that, that has recently started, as well as a magical plague that, um, 
people don't know about yet aside from you and that plague is 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 i guess it's more of a curse um it's the plague of greed now greed has existed you know greed always exists um but this is greed with a magical backing so it it is like corrupting mankind right uh corrupting all the races and uh, uh giving power to the the god of of avarice um and it's not a good thing but because of that you have to be careful with like the choices you make <laughs> because oh, no way. Not depending on rpg depending on how greedy your party is you can affect other people's opinions of you um and also as the game progresses the greed the overall greed in the world grows and you could do some things to to diminish that but like as once the greed gets to certain points there will just be like bands of hunters out killing whoever they can because they're greedy they they want the money so they'll just start hunting people um and like banditry will, will be more and uh kings and and lords and stuff will be more close-fisted and so you you got to be careful about what quests you do when and and you want to do certain things early because it'll become harder as you go on um yeah, it's a it's a really cool game. Yeah, the the race system just seemed very needlessly complicated. <laughs> that, that that was my thought I mean, about that. Like like it's a whole lot of lore to get to. These people have pointy ears and dark skin. Yeah, you don't have to read any of that though. Right. It, it's just like, it's. It, it... It's it's fluff, but it's uh, I mean I imagine the fluff will might come into like if you know it, you, there will be little things that throughout the game that you'll go oh because of this thing right but it, I don't think it's required. Um, I don't know. This is a lot. Yeah. Okay. What 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 do you want me to talk about next? Because I still got three uh, games up here. Let's let's get through the fast ones. The fast ones? Okay, RuneScape. Um, you know, I've just been kind of logging into RuneScape recently, every now and then, just cutting some trees. Just training up my woodcutting skill, because... Um, I got kind of burnt out on all the quests I did right up front. So, like, I want to take a little uh, bit of a little bit of a breaky from the game and like i'll come in every now and then and i'll cut some trees down or i'll mine something um if i get one of those okay. blue scrolls like i'll follow that and, and get the rewards from it which i did actually oh i did actually do one this week and i got some trimmed monk robes which are nice i finally got some uh some pants ah yeah were uh, you running around pantsless? No, I was just running around with the generic pants, like, like the starting pants, like n no pants okay. basically, like your your character's pants. 
But now I have uh, I have robes I can wear, so I, I got those on, and they look decent with the armor that I have on. So they look decent. They look decent. I'm not gonna say they look great, but they look better than default pants. Um, uh, let's see, Soul Nomad and the World Eaters. Uh, you know, Nice does this thing. Where every single game they make, they want you to play multiple times. But everything yeah. that you can do throughout the multiple playthroughs is available to you from the start of the first playthrough. And so, like, someone like me, I see, like, ooh, I can, like, fight all of the shopkeepers all of the time and constantly be increasing what I can buy from the shop. And then I hit a brick wall where it's like, oh, these people are too strong for me. But then I try it two more times just to see if I can do it. And then and yeah. then when I can't, I get uh, uh, frustrated and I stop playing the game for a bit. So that's that's kind of where <laughs> I'm at with that right now. <laughs> um, I like uh, Nice games. Nice games just don't match my personality very well. You know? Okay. Yeah, that, that's where we're at. I don't know that I've ever played a Nice game. Uh, Disgaea? Nope. Uh, that's the only one I can think of off the top of my head. That there's more. Yeah. I, I just can't think. I just can't think of any like right now. Anyway, uh, that was my two fast ones. You want to talk about uh, Destiny? I don't really have anything to talk about in Destiny this week. I I played. I. Uh, I raided, I explored the cool new area, I had a lot of fun doing it. Uh, I played a bunch of Gambit this week, which, you know how I feel about that, but I won most of it, so you know how I feel about that. Uh, right. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, it was it was, it was was a normal week in Destiny, I, I would say. So, go, let's, let's finish up quickly with Tales of Arise. Okay, so Tales of Arise is the newest game in um, the Tales of series. <clears throat> the The last two were Zestiria and Berseria, which were both like related to each other. Um, Arise, from initial screenshots, I thought would be also related to them, because one of the characters looks very much like um, Lila from Tales of Zestiria. She is not Lila from Tales of Zestiria. Um, and, and the game is not related to it in any way. Um, so <clears throat> ever since Tales was first um, created, they've had multiplayer. Like you, you can have like up to four people playing in combat at the same time. Um, yeah, this is the first one that does not have that in, in any way, um, which yep. is disappointing. I know. Multiple people who are upset about that. Yeah, like our friend Dom is very upset about that because he always played it with like his his wife, and now they can't play it. Together. It's also one of the few unique things about the franchise. Yes, um, because otherwise it's kind of just Star Ocean. Wait, yeah. uh, well, actually, Star Ocean is kind of just Tales because um, the Star Ocean team is just the Tales of Fantasia team after they left the company. But, 
Like at this but it, point, it, it kind of just becomes a generic JRPG. Yeah, I mean the real time combat is still, it's still unique to it to these two series anyway because it's it's like a it's like a real time JRPG like Kingdom Hearts, right? But the the mm-hmm. combat system is always it's kind of like a fighting game system where you're like okay. linking combos together and stuff. Um. So you can just, like, kind of swing your sword wildly, but you can also get a lot of mileage out of knowing which moves string well together into other moves to keep, like, flow moving. Yeah. So, I mean, that's pretty unique to it as well. But not enough to uh, to completely differentiate it. So it is a little upsetting yeah. that they got rid of it. Um, the game is still great, though. Um, I've made it through the opening sequence, you know, which, with with a lot of the recent games, you get through like a prologue kind of section, and then the opening cinematic plays again, and the game like officially starts. And I'm I'm at, at uh, that you, point. <laughs> I, I said you that play last through, night. You get the the title, and then yeah, like I said that more. last night, and my 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 girlfriend looked over at me. She's like, "What?" Because I'd been playing it for, like, six hours, and I said, oh, hey, the game's officially starting. (laughs) She's like, what is happening? Fucking JRPGs. (laughs) I hate them. I still only have two party members, though. But um, everything you can do with those two party members I have available to me. Like, um, the main main guy, Alfin, um, he he can pull a blazing sword out of the other character. But uh, now it's just always out. She just uh, f- like pulled it out and handed it to him. Um, so whenever he does like an art or something, he can hold that button like, or you can hold that button down, and then it like eats up some of his HP, and he casts like a fire art, like immediately afterwards. Um, okay. Which is usually stronger, and in the second area of the game, which is all ice based, um, it it like elementally damages the enemies more. Meanwhile, the other character, Shion, um, uses a rifle. She's your, like, healing character, but she also does a lot of damage from the long range. Like, um, following in the veins of more recent healer characters in the game. Like, she's not just a healer. Uh. Okay. I haven't wanted to play as her yet, though, just because I don't have anybody else who can cover that, and there's no way to, um, like, she can only have three ground arts set right now, and, like, if you're playing as her, two of the two of those should be healing-related, like, one healing and one resurrection, so you're really left with just, like, mm-hmm. one skill that you can use. Um... So until in, until the game opens up a bit more with like skill slots, that I, I'm not going to be playing as her. Okay. Uh, but her special thing is that she can throw out bombs and then shoot them, and, and that uh, causes different elements to uh, affect affect the enemies. So like she could throw out a, a bomb and then shoot it and it's poison, or she could throw out a bomb and shoot it and then it's ice, S- stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's really fun. It's cool. It's, uh, it's also really I'm, dark. 
uh, like the game opens up and you are a slave in a land that is constantly hmm. on fire. Um, and, and very quickly you're, you're told like, actually I had to learn this from a random NPC. All of the, the stuff that you're mining out of the land, the, like they have you mining out, they just immediately burn. That's why the land is always on fire. The the fuel they have you digging up, they just immediately throw it on the ground and burn it. Um, and that's because why? that's because that isn't the product that they want. What they want is the people's life force. So the the people have these um, rocks. Oh. They have these rocks embedded in their hands, and then once they once the people die, they take those rocks and they add it to their like power source. Okay. So the the mining is just an excuse to keep them there, and, and control them. And, and the whole rest okay. of the world operates in similar ways, though. Though obviously, like the second area is different, like an icy area, so they're doing something different over there. Okay. Yeah. I'm certain we will learn more about it as you uh, go through the game. Yep. Game facts. Game facts. We're gonna talk about Sim City. I gotta be honest. I didn't see this one coming. <laughs> Mostly because I'm positive you can't tie this into Captain N. Are you so sure? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Sim City. But also, again, again, I don't connect everything. To Captain N. I understand. I don't know but where it, you're getting this from. I understand, but it like, happens so often that it feels like it's every time. <laughs> um, SimCity, or Micropolis, is a city management simulation crea game created by Will Wright and published by Maxis. Uh, has Maxis ever done anything else? Do I know of Maxis? Y yeah. Uh, Maxis has produced... All of the Sim games. Oh. All. All of the Sim games. Oh. I didn't know this. <laughs> I don't y play yeah. The Sims. Including so. including The Sims. Right. Uh, and Spore and... Yeah. Okay. Uh, originally working for Broderbund, Will Wright decided to remake some of the level building tools he had used in a previous game, Raid on Bungling Bay. As a game in itself, having enjoyed building the levels more than playing the actual game. Damn. <laughs> yeah. It, it, do we know anything about Raid on Bungling Bay? We do. Uh, I, it came out for um, uh, Commodore 64. And it, it's it's a 2D shoot-em-up where you... Top down, you control a helicopter, and you... Oh, it's one of these. Go around, yeah, bomb six factories Literally islands. don't give a shit. That's the shit that comes free on a desktop now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that game would then become one of the first two games published by the tiny company Maxis. The other being Sky Chase, a game very reminiscent of Star Fox 64's Versus Mode. I don't know anything about Sky Chase, either. 
Also, tiny um, have you played Maxis after you just said they make The Sims? Well, at the time, it was two people. Oh. It, it, it was Will Wright <laughs> and... Uh, Will Wrong. Let's see. No. <laughs> um, oh, right. Bill Wrong. Jeff, Jeff Braun. That's close. But yeah, it, it was just the two of them. Um, Jeff Jeff Braun made uh, Sky Chase, and uh, Will Wright had... And Jeff Braun actually created Maxis um, and, and released Sky Chase, and then Will Wright made SimCity and then came to Jeff Braun and was like, hey, can we publish this? And they became the founders of Maxis, really. So is that Braun, B-R-O-N, or B-R-A-W-N? B-R-A-U-N. Oh! Jeff Braun. Okay. It's probably just Braun. It's but... probably, but I wanted to be an asshole. Uh, did you ever play Star Fox 64? I'm sure I've loaded it up. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. I guess it's, it's I... almost... I have, but I've only ever done, like, up to the second level. I don't like it that much. Okay. Um, the Sky Chase is exactly like the versus mode in Star Fox 64. Okay. I don't it's, know anything about that. It's the same game. <laughs> is it anything like dogfighting in the, uh, like, Battlefront games? Uh, no? Okay. Then I don't know anything about it. Largely considered the first abroad simulation game, although that title is actually held by Fortune Builder five years prior, the objective is to build and design a city, dealing with zoning, transportation, utilities, disasters, and much more. Fortune Builder? Yeah, for the, I think, Amiga? Um, it's, I mean, it's another, ColecoVision. Um, it's an edutainment game. Oh, gross. The idea of the game is to develop a stretch of land, beach, and mountains with businesses such as apartment complexes, factories, shopping malls, video arcades, casinos, and resorts, and create a layout where units that play well off of each other, such as leisure fixtures or housing near factories so the workers don't have to commute far, are close together while avoiding putting incompatible fixtures too close, like a noisy, smelly factory right next to a resort. So. So, yeah, it got everything down first. Yeah. Yeah. It was originally released on the Amiga, Mac, Com Commodore 64, and DOS, and later every other computer that would exist. And while it was successful there, it was most successful on SNES, selling almost seven times as many on that single console versus every other release combined. <laughs> and now you can get any uh, a copy of SimCity for SNES for like $5 at any used game store. Yeah. Yep. Good game, though. I'll take your word for it. I'm never going to play it. <laughs> <laughs> I like SimCity. I like it's been a while since I've touched it, but... I like I City like Skylines. <laughs> okay. Yep. It's the same game. It, it is. That's why I'm not going to play it on SNES. <laughs> Largely the same game on SNES as on PCs, although obviously using a controller instead of mouse, it had a couple small bonuses. 
including a statue of Mario you could place after hitting 500,000 residents. As well as the monster, instead of being definitely not Godzilla, it is portrayed by Bowser. Gotta gotta talk to Archimedes about that sentence structure. Like to like to see him diagram that sentence. <laughs> when was the last time you've diagrammed a sentence? Um, you know what? Like eight years ago when I was in college. Okay. See, when I was in college, we never did that shit. That. Uh-uh. No, the first the first thing I did in college was take English uh, 1301, and then the next semester I took English 1302, because I was thinking about I... T- taking, <laughs> I was thinking about going for an English degree like a dumbass. Yeah, my brother was an English major, I was not, but I still took four English classes. <laughs> I don't know, mine had me diagramming sentences. Okay. Maybe, yeah. maybe that's just the, ours, uh, ours the better not. Texas education system. <laughs> 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 oh, can't even say that without laughing. The game was hugely popular and had 12 sequels, the last one being in 2014, although several other companies have carried the torch since then, with such games as Anno 20, 2205 taking place in the future, the Tropico series taking place in your very own Banana Republic, Gross. And most well-known is City Skylines, the spiritual successor to SimCity. And the last one is in 2014 and uh, was not received well, as I recall. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because it wasn't even... It wasn't wasn't made by Maxis. Oh, it wasn't? No, it was was developed by Track 20. Because Maxis Maxis is owned by Electronic Arts now, so... Yeah, EA can just do whatever it wants. Um, yeah, it was a it was a freemium app for iOS and Android. It's really unfortunate that they're owned by EA. Yeah. Yeah. Aside from the direct sequels, it had many spinoffs into Sim Earth, in which you controlled the development of a planet. Sim Ant set you in charge of an ant colony. And it's stupid. Sim Farms, pretty obvious, as are Sim Tower and Sim Town. Sim Town is a smaller Sim City. Correct. Yeah, it's it's the the scope is smaller. Yeah, and Sim Ant is one of those games that you can like load up and it literally plays itself. Like uh, the, yeah, the, you there's no uh, there's no like win point even though it sets it up as if there could be a win point. Um, the things mm-hmm. just kind of hit a stalemate at a middle at a certain point, and there's not really any yeah. way you can get past it. It's a stupid now, pointless game. To be clear, I didn't put the entire name of SimFarm on there, which uh, that's because it's very rarely uh, fully typed out. Uh, the the subtitle for Sim Farm is Sim City's Country Cousin. Gross. <laughs> and and so like the full title is Sim Farm, Sim City's Country Cousin. Don't like that. <laughs> Don't like it. That that I love it. That was titled by people who definitely live in a city. <laughs> yep. Also, of course, we can't forget that The Sims eventually came from this, and its franchise is one of, if not the best-selling series of all time. 
think uh, I think the best selling is still Pokemon. Uh, pretty sure it's still Pokemon. I don't know, dude. The Sims is. I mean, huge. Do we count everything attached to the Pokemon name or just the games? I I would I would say just the games. Okay, then it, it might not be, but it still has a chance of being the best. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do we count microtransactions? Because <laughs> then it's GTA V. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the game that's come out on, like, 12 different consoles at this point. Right. People make jokes on Twitter every now and then about how, oh, they announced GTA 5 again. I guess we'll see GTA 6 next decade. And by by every now and again, you mean constantly. Constantly. They're constantly. Yeah. I just mean every now and then it trends on Twitter. Uh, there were a couple... Uh, of- all right, so... I, I was looking up The Sims, as in the, the first game for The Sims. Um, right. In 2000, it was the best-selling computer game with domestic sales of 1.77 million units. Uh, then it kept the title of best-selling computer game in 2001, where it sold an additional 1.48 million units. Jesus. Uh in 2002, The Sims became the top-selling PC game in history, displacing Myst wow. uh, by selling more than six six point three million copies worldwide. Uh, by 2005, it had shipped sixteen million copies worldwide. Um, Why is Maxis owned by EA again? <laughs> uh. There were a couple other spin-offs that were first person and allowed you to explore cities you had built, including Streets of Sim City, which was a racing vehicular combat game, as well as Simcopter, which created the Simless language and had tons of himbos in it. Isn't there like a cartoonish kind of Sims game? A cartoonish Sims game? Yeah. I mean there's Is there like a Lego Sims? No, I don't think so. There's like Sim games where you play as like a certain profession and then there's like an open world and shit and you can run around and do bullshit. I'm unfamiliar with this. Okay. I can't remember the name of it, so we'll move on. Uh, <laughs> Simcopter had himbos. Oh yeah, no that that's a uh, uh, Jacques Servin um, was one of the designers on it, and he inserted sprites of shirtless himbos in speedo trunks who hugged and kissed each other and appeared in great numbers from time to time. Oh, that's great. Uh, but the Easter egg was caught very quickly after release and removed from future copies of the game. No, the gay himbos. <laughs> yeah I want the gay himbos but I love that it was there <laughs> I just wish it was still there and it it debuted simlish gross I don't like simlish <laughs> uh, 
the, the game was such a unique design that Chevron and the Markle Foundation independently approached Maxis to develop internal tools for training, leading to Sim Refinery and Sim Health, as well as a horde of other pitched business games that never amounted to anything. Yeah, that sounds awful. Why would you? So, Sim, Sim Refinery dealt with you. You you built a an oil refinery. Rig. Yeah, an oil well, an oil refinery, um, and you you had to understand like all the the different parts to it and how if you like increase production in one area, it decreases production in a bunch of other areas because. You, you take one ounce of oil and turn it into uh, a combined ounce of, like, 13 products. So, <laughs> if, you, if you make some, like, cooking oil with it, then you have reduced the ability to make um, airplane fuel with that. And so, it was a matter of, like, teaching the people who work at refineries, like you're a part of a greater whole and it, it, you need to understand that like everything you do impacts everyone else a lot. And then Sim Health was actually really interesting because uh <laughs> it's it's Sim Health the National Healthcare Simulation. Um, oh no. And it's a simulation of of the US healthcare system no. and uh, it, it is about, Don't um, say it. no, it's, it's about determining like the trade-offs and policies between like what happens if we get rid of private insurance, what happens if we go all Medicare, what oh. happens, you know, and it's, yeah, it's, it's very interesting. What happens if we, it's mostly about like what happens if we we change these costs for things how does that affect everything else and specifically like how does it help uh, affect people obtaining health care especially with like if we change this one thing that seems like it would help the um the lower income people how does it actually help them because if we change it there how would um private insurance change things and would that still like overall help it's private, war games uh the the yeah so it's it was it was very interesting conceptually i thought you were gonna um, say it was it like not, um it was like uh, like a pandemic simulator <laughs> <laughs> no no um it was it was very interesting it was uh Critically received rather poorly. Um, I mean, because they because... released it as a video game. Yeah. <laughs> um, it should have and, stayed in and also because, tool. as as with um, Sim City, uh, it's it's kind of a black box. You don't right. see the things going on behind the screen. The the assumptions that are being made, the formulas that are being used, and right. you you can't know for sure that this is what actually would happen. It was it was pretty pretty good and accurate, but you're not gonna be able to to get it perfectly right. Yeah, I mean here's the thing is that even if you do get like a study or a war game si situation right, 
There's just going to be people who don't believe that it'll be right. Yeah. Like, I'm reminded of there, that, um, the- that time that, like, Bug in World of Warcraft was studied as, like, a, a what would happen if a real-world pandemic took off. Um, and everybody yeah. was like, oh, that's stupid to apply that to the real world. And then it ha- a pandemic happened in the real world, and people literally did that shit. Yeah. Um... There, there was one other that I, I didn't have the, the time or room or inclination to to write about, uh, or I mean, uh, Archimedes didn't, um, but there was, there was one of the pitched games was Sim Energy, and they pitched it to a power company, which is stupid, as you will soon find out, because the entire game was about um, understanding the repercussions of your actions. <laughs> so you would... You would you would follow like one dude and you would make decisions for that dude throughout his life and it would be like hey you know do you buy a car or do you take public transportation and then for every decision you chose it would go like all right so you bought a car which means that uh it would it would show you the bigger picture because you bought a car these metals had to be refined these plastics had to be refined um this energy had to be you know spent to do that oh, fuck this. the oil industry did this thing um no this isn't then, fair fuck this like i i'm gonna watch tv today so here's what it costs for your tv to run and then it would take a further look and it would be like all right uh here's your kids this is the world your kids are going to live in because of the decisions you made. And here, then it, it takes another step and it goes, here's the world your grandkids are going to um, this is be living in because of the decisions you made. This is individual responsibility American bullshit. Yeah. Um, but also, it was all about like the power use responsibility for you as a pitch to a power company? That, that's like pitching to Frito-Lay a uh, obesity, like, <laughs> hey, look, when you eat uh, Frito-Lay chips, then you're you're going to get fat and you're all going to die. And <laughs> hey, Frito, you should pay for this game. Like, what's the, the only reason I could think of these companies buying these games is so that they could immediately bury them. Right. <laughs> Also, did, did Sim Refinery address uh, climate change at all? Like, if you do X thing, uh, you put even more CO2 into the air? I, I want to say it had a little bit to do with general emissions, but I, I can't say for sure. There's actually very little information still around about Sim Refinery, because I don't think it was ever released. Not in the same way Sim Health um, was? Yeah. Okay. All right. <sighs> it was it was really just an internal tool. Our last fact. Unfortunately, some games they planned did come to fruition, including the failed Spore, another life simulation game and one of the first and better known examples of overpromising developers, as well as SimCity the card game, which we can all agree should never have happened. So I don't know anything about SimCity the card game. But I know Spore is only uh, there for people to make creatures with dick faces. 
Correct. <laughs> uh, because because Spore is um, one fifth of the game they promised. It was a game where you were going to play as creatures and like follow the creatures throughout their evolution. And um, you can do like the first two stages of that. <laughs> and and then the other stages are not there at all. Like they're they're like here's what it would look like. Whereas you're supposed to be able to play and keep evolving them through that stage until they become like uh, controlling civilized them. People. Yeah, I mean, ideally, you're supposed to get to the point where they, like, go to another planet. Um, oh, they go to space. Th- yeah, like the, if, it's, it was, it's been a long time since, uh, when I was hearing about this, when Spore was coming out, or was being announced and stuff, um, because I remember back then, uh, <laughs> Uh, back in 2008 was when it was released, but I mean, we, we knew stuff about it in like 05 and before. Um, and uh, you were supposed to be able to eventually like take your creatures out into the universe and see other creatures designed by other people. Oh, uh, this and is some this is some No Man's Sky kind of promises going on here. Yes, and this is this is the definitely the the first and one of the at the time best known example of just an over promising developer and, and it never um, reached that point like no man's sky has eventually gotten to the point where they've fulfilled a lot of the promises they they made initially um, yeah i'd say for the most part no man's sky is the game they promised today um yeah it took them like four like, years but Yes, <laughs> but to their to their credit, they did it. They did. Like they're not making any more money on it, which is very impressive. And sport I'm, did I'm, not. I'm do proud. It. No. Oh, <laughs> no. uh, you're proud of. Did you pay money for No of, Man's of, Sky? Oh no, I, I, I never would. <laughs> I, <laughs> no, I'm I'm not interested in in the game at all. Um, but. Yeah, I'm I'm proud of them for doing that. It's not something you ever see. Yeah. Um that kind of dedication no to Captain? actually finishing their fucking game. Although they shouldn't have released it as it was in the first place. Yeah. It's good that they did eventually finish it. Yeah. Yeah. Spore just shouldn't have been put out. Like I said, it, it's just there for people to make YouTube videos of, of creatures with dick faces. Yeah. Yep. And here's the thing. Everyone knew that's what it was going to be before it was released. <laughs> that. How can you give a tool like that to the internet and not expect that to happen? Yeah, I mean, it, it's like that time the, uh, the some some company asked people to name their boat. And, and, like, the overwhelming response was to name it Bodie McBoatface. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just learn that the internet is going to do stupid things because it's funny. <laughs> yeah, the, the internet is dumb. Don't rely on people on the mm-hmm. internet for shit. Yeah. 
Uh, did you want to tell me about SimCity the card game, or is it just pointless and we don't have to talk about it? It's it's just it's a collectible card game. Okay. You know, it's 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 worthless. All right. We can cut that part out. <laughs> we can move on <laughs> to our thing of the week. It's time for the thing of the week. In in following with last week's theme, um, we're we're talking about another form of character progression this week. That one being the uh, primarily Metroidvania kind of thing of um, finding upgrades in the world. Yeah, I I saw this in here. You. <laughs> To be clear, uh, he just comes up with a thing for the thing of the week, and there's all it says in here is character progression, finding upgrades. Yep, that's that's it. So I have to look at this and go, hmm, what the fuck what does, does that mean? mean? <laughs> that's obtuse yeah. as fuck. <laughs> I I I I I got to the point where I was like, yeah, he probably means like like Metroid and 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 other Metroidvania and Zelda you, games. You upgrade. Yeah, yeah, I guess Zelda games are are like that. Um, so I, I actually, before we get into this, um, I had I have another one that I planned for next week, which is similar to this, but it's different. And I want your your input real quick, just to make sure that I'm doing this right. So, okay, um, you know, there's as I see it, um, three different like major ways of progressing a character through the game um like in um substantial ways the first one we talked about is leveling up and i don't feel like that's um in any way comparable to these other two like it's entirely its own thing no absolutely yeah um but these other two okay finding upgrades is uh, what i mean by that is like running around in a metroidvania you know you hit a you hit a like ledge that you can't jump across, right? So you have to explore the mm-hmm. area you're in until you find the double jump ability. And now you can uh, jump across that ledge. Yeah. Uh, so that's what I mean by that. Now, next week, I plan on talking about buying upgrades. Um, and I don't... Hmm... The, and the way that I mean this is in, like, um, you know, in Final Fantasy X, you have, like, the sphere grid instead of levels, where you get, like, sphere levels, and then you use that to buy your stats or your abilities. Or in Death's Door, um, you you don't level up, but you do get those souls, and, and you use those souls to buy, like, oh, I can um, do longer range attacks with my sword now. Or I can dodge faster. So, do you think that is different enough to be separated from this uh, more like Zelda-ish, Metroidvania-ish finding upgrades? So, so it's technically different, but I don't know that it's substantial enough. Okay. Um, so, you were, you were saying the sphere thing. Uh, I don't no Final Fantasy X, and I never will. Um, tell tell me about like how do you get the ability to like upgrade the spheres? Okay, whatever. So you know um, Path of Exile, right? 
No. Okay, never mind. Um, so the, Try again. The sphere grid is basically like your character starts at a certain point on a, on a, on a grid, right? And then there's lines yeah. connecting it to different um, spheres. And each sphere is like an ability or a, a stat upgrade. So like maybe the next... So like Salt and Sanctuary. Yeah, like the next sphere is going to be like strength plus five. And then the next Okay, how do you get the points to put into there? Um you you fight enemies and then you like gain sphere levels. But it's not really That's like That's leveling. It's not really leveling because it doesn't mm, That's a, just leveling. It's not That's that's just leveling. <laughs> it is. It is. It it is. We we talked about this last week, and that there's there's two different ways that that leveling works. One is that you level up, and you just get a level. Like in Fire Emblem, a wonderful game that is definitely one of the best games and examples here. <laughs> um, where when you level up based off of hidden numbers, you just get get points and stats. Right. You don't have any control over that. It just happens. Um, versus in other games like Salt and Sanctuary and Final Fantasy X, where you gain levels and then you get to choose where you put those points. Okay, so you'd put this in like the uh, kind of like CRPG-ish kind of thing where like you get stat points and you, yeah. you throw them into, even though like it, it does offer a little bit more freedom than that, you would put it in that category? Yes. Okay. It, it is character progression by leveling because... You are performing actions to gain levels. Where you put those levels, entirely up to you. But but it is still the do X, gain levels. Okay. Play the game, get levels. Whereas this is a... Uh, the, the finding upgrades, I'd say, is, is more of like you stumble upon these. Yeah. Um, and, and this, it's... It's also like you just get the level or like it's it's not like a, a a like you 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 get a thing and it's especially with metroidvanias it's always the next thing you need uh typically with with zelda games as well because uh all zelda games that are actually zelda games are linear so when you need to go to the next place uh in the linear path, you always get it from, like, the place before or in the dungeon of that area. Right. Um, you know, Metroidvanias are, are technically slightly different in that, like, in an area, you're not going to be able to do everything. Um, you're going to have to come back to an area 12 times because... Uh, as you progress, you're going to get abilities and go, oh, I remember in Area 1, there was a thing that would allow me to, you know, I couldn't I couldn't grapple onto the ledge here, but now I should be able to grapple onto the ledge because I've got that ability. So I can go back to Level 1 and see what's from over From Level 12. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um... But you were you were saying buying upgrades. I I I feel like that's pretty close. Okay. I I've if if you only have these three ideas, I've got an idea for next week 
that's well, I mean, along the, the, the character the, progression idea. The other one is um, no character progression. Okay, that's that's what I was going to suggest. Yeah. Um, the other one is where the game just progressively gets harder, but you get no tools in order to deal with it. You just have to figure it out on your own. Yeah. Yeah. Or, I mean, there's also just games where, like, Halo has no character progression. Or, like, <laughs> but it doesn't need it. Yeah. You don't, you don't always need character progression. But that, the, again, for another week. I don't know that buying upgrades is different enough. All right. You could, you could make an argument that it is, but we'd have to go back and switch out uh, last week's thing uh to be two separate types of leveling right <laughs> i mean we did it in that one but like and, and we could do the same thing right now is like uh metroidvania games and and zelda games you find upgrades for the most part zelda you can also buy upgrades but usually the bot ones aren't required yeah it's and... usually just like extra fun shit like, oh, you can carry yeah. more bombs, but your initial bomb bag is going to be found in a dungeon. Usually, yeah. There there are... Uh, I want to say there's like two or three items that are required throughout the entire franchise that you have to buy. But it, it usually, like, pushes you into that. It, for example, Twilight Princess, I think you have to buy your slingshot. Um, that sounds right. And Ocarina of Time. Like, like the, the first thing, which it's just teaching you how to buy. Yeah. But, but in general, you're, you're still finding upgrades. You find the coins that you can upgrade. Um, <laughs> Shut the <laughs> But, like, what, what, are, what are some examples you'd say of buying upgrades? Uh, shit. Understanding that Final Fantasy X does not count. Right. I, I guess not. Um, I, I mean, I had two different versions of that, and it was Final Fantasy X and Death's Door. And I can't actually think of many games that do it like Death's Door does it. Death's Door. Because in Death's Door, you kind of like, you, you get the, um, Souls equivalent, and then you go to, like, a yeah. little shop, and you buy, like, oh, the, if I put a point in this... I spend a thousand gold here, and now my my attack has longer reach, and does more damage. Okay, um, I guess one game that's that's relatively similar is like Hades and other oh, rogue yeah. lights. Yeah, they all rogue are lights like that, tend to have this where where they you you play through the game, and and in doing so, you you gain abilities, and there's short term progression which is through your your immediate run the boons and 80s you 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 can find or purchase upgrades for your characters and then also there's the long term where in the progression you you gain whatever the 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 mirror in hades where you can add add points to it and now you have like extra lives yeah, increase your personal abilities, um, like upgrade your weapons, just long terms, that sort of thing. Um, yeah, most rogue lights are like that. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I guess that could be its yeah. own thing that we can talk about another time, or we could talk about it right now. Nope, we're talking about finding upgrades today. 
Uh, so John. Okay, we, which is very different from the other thing. It is. It is. I would say it is. It's not. But whatever. John, Metroidvanias. What do you think about them? Go. I, I, I think they're great. Um, uh, there's, there's always a little, little secrets to find and stuff, so you can play the game multiple times. Um, and and still find new things, but not in a forced way. Um, it's very um, the the I, exploration is always very uh, player driven. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's they're usually uh, really clean mechanically. Like that, at when you press a button, it works. Um, the good ones, anyway. I, I yeah. <laughs> well, the ones most people will play because they've heard of them. Right. Uh, Your Symphony of the Nights. Yeah. Uh, your your Metroid games. Um, most of the, the, like, Blank of Sorrows games. Um, honestly, most of the Castlevania games that are actually Cas- uh, Metroidvanias. The non-Metroidvania Castlevania games can go suck a dick and die. They're <laughs> trash. Damn. Um, Coming for Castlevania, or Super Castlevania 4. You heard it here, Now, folks. what do you think, what do you think about games where you can find upgrades, but you can also lose them? Ooh, is that a thing? It is. It's a very common thing, actually. It is one of the, the oldest things that exists in games. Um, because you could say that Mario is a game where you are just progressing through the game, but to make yourself stronger, you have either time-limited upgrades, like Star and stuff, or you have other upgrades, like Mushrooms, that give you an extra health. Or the Fire Which is a permanent extra health until you lose it. Um, or the Fire Flower, which gives you the extra health and the ability to shoot freaking fireballs. Actually, doesn't the fire um, fire flower actually give you two extra health essentially because you you lose the fire first and then you lose the big? Depends on the game. Okay, the ones I've played, you it, don't it, you don't immediately go small once you lose the fire flower. So from, I can't remember if it's from world on or three on, um, you. It maintains a history of what you've picked up. So usually you don't get the fire flower first. You get a um, a mushroom and then you get a fire flower. Right. And in those games, it remembers that you've still got the mushroom. So when you lose the fire flower, it just rolls you back to the mushroom. Ah. Um, and then in, in some of the, the other games, it'll like remember the last two things you've picked up. So if you lose one, then the other one will fall from the screen and you can grab it. Um, but yeah. Okay. But yeah, that's, that's an example of finding upgrades. That's in most games. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. Like, <laughs> that's, um, you know, they're, they're not like a permanent upgrade, but similar to Hades, uh, which we're definitely not talking about. Nope. Um, you you have the ability to to upgrade as you go through things, and and most games allow you to carry that on to the next area. I'm realizing as we talk that this is 
This is a very broad one that I've brought up here. Um, yes. Because I, I remember now one of the things that I was thinking of, and I've forgotten of it since then, but when I was thinking of this topic in the first place, one of the ones that I was also thinking of was Mega Man. Okay, yeah. Because, like, you go through the levels of Mega Man, and then you beat the boss, and then you get, like, the boss's power. Like, now you have yeah. the uh, Leaf Shield. Uh, uh, Correct. And now you can go through the game with that, and it opens up options for you. It's also, uh, a lot of the Mega Mans are, are similar to Metroidvanias in that once you gain certain abilities, you can go through levels and unlock permanent buffs for yourself so you can go back through it or i guess not go back through an area but you can go through an area and let's say you have the flamethrower or whatever you can burn through a section of wall and get a permanent energy boost or such stuff like or that those jumpy shoes mm-hmm. or the helmet that lets you hover or whatever yeah yep I'm regretting this choice, is what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking we should pick one and, and just just focus on that, and we can uh, we can talk pick about one other, what? Uh, one, pick one what one one game. No, one of these uh, systems. One 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 system. I mean, here, here's the deal about the systems: is that most of them are game specific. I mean, you're not really going to be. That's true. The, the Mega Man system isn't a standard system. It's the Mega Man system. It's the way Mega Man works. Um, I, I guess you could say that 20XX works the same way, but again, those are the same game. Right, I mean, um, it's, 20XX is just not Capcom Mega Man. Yeah. Um, or 21XX. I think the sequel is 30XX. Is it? Yeah, it, it is. I couldn't. I couldn't remember. <laughs> I clearly haven't played it. Right. I don't. I don't know that it's come out yet. I think it's an early access. Okay. I can check real quick. It at twenty bucks. Oh, okay. Yeah, twenty bucks early access. Yep. I don't know where to where to continue. Uh, how do you feel about uh, finding upgrades in general? I mean, we've we've pointed out that it's very broad, but like, yeah. Um, so, so the systems I was thinking of primarily, like today, was the Metroidvania and the Zelda systems, uh, and I kind okay. of I kind of have the opinion that it really depends on the game how these play out and whether I like them or not. Well, more with the Zelda system. Um, the Metroidvania system, I, I like like pretty much all the time. Um, because I'm very much yeah. the kind of person who likes to dig around into every single corner and see what's there. Um, you know, this is why I also play JRPGs a lot, is because like there's always like branching pathways with chests at the end and shit. Yeah. Um, like, I really like being rewarded for my exploration in that way. Especially when, like, you find, like, if you were to follow, um, let's say, Castlevania Aria of Sorrow just along the main path, you do not find the double jump ability. Um, 
what what happens is you follow the main path and then you reach like a a, a ledge like I mentioned earlier that you have to be able to ju- double jump to get across and you try and jump and yeah. you fall all the way down to the bottom of the room and you're like okay so I, obviously I need something more here so you go off exploring mm-hmm. all of, you look at your map and you you say like okay well I haven't gone down this way well how am I able to do that right now and then you do that and you you find the double jump ability in a, in a room hidden off to the side yeah and, and it doesn't feel like the game is f- like telling me to go do that it feels like I'm doing that of my own accord and if you're the kind of person mm-hmm. who explores everything you possibly can on the way to a place then you actually found double jump before you needed it yeah. Well, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. A lot of the time, that's possible. Um, and, and that feels really good when you reach the point where it's like, oh, like, I don't have to go back and look for shit because I've already found it. So I can just keep playing the game yeah. how I play it. Um, I, I'm, I'm a really big fan of that. But with the okay. with the Zelda system, it it's really all about pacing. I think um, the a, a lot of the Zelda games I like are the three D ones, um, like Wind Waker and Phantom Hourglass, uh, and the way that they're paced out, like you're you're getting. You're not getting a new upgrade every island or every dungeon, but you are you're getting them often enough to feel like you're making progress. Um, yeah. Where where this kind of fails is um like I mentioned prod like we talked about Prodigal earlier. Prodigal gives you all of your like major upgrades in the first act of the game, and after the Spaniard becomes evil, um you're not really getting any new upgrades. You, okay. Yeah, you're just yeah. you're just kind of unlocking new areas, not not through the upgrades, just by like them opening up. And you're not upgrading your abilities at all. No, like like you're okay. You're... See that 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 is quite a departure from the norm for those games. Yeah. Um. I I, w- I would say that that is a major exception to the rule. Because in general, like, you might not get a new ability, but you might uh, upgrade one of your current ones. So you might not get, you know, you've, you've got double jump, you might get, tri- you know, a, an upgrade to double jump to give you triple jump. Or you can jump farther now with your double jump. Or the glide. Or, yeah, or, or like, well, I'd say glide is a different thing. But, um, well, I was thinking for example, in Twilight of- Princess... Oh, okay. In, in Twilight Princess, you get to a dungeon, and you're hookshotting all over the place, and you get to a point, and you just can't do more with the, the hookshot, and you explore a little bit, and you find a second hookshot. So now you can hookshot, and then use the hookshot while you're hookshotted. And <laughs> it's not it's not exactly a whole new thing, because 
it's something you already have. It's just two hook shots. Uh, if if it feels the exact same way, but you're still progressing. You're still getting more. You're getting something. You're it. It gives you the ability to move on. Um, so that that's an example of like you get an upgrade to an ability you already have, um, and it it feels good without you just not getting anything new. Uh, I, in general, with Zelda type games, you get something new everywhere. Well, the whether it's an just an upgrade or like I, I mean, even with like Wind Waker and stuff, you're you're pretty much getting at least the ability to have something new every island or dungeon. I guess that's true. But the, the um, it might it might be at the end of the dungeon when you you know but like you 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 can get new songs from things you could like it's you're you're always getting something it might not be much but it feels better than just you win the exception to this I feel is Breath of the Wild though because like that's one of the problems I well, have well because Breath, Breath of the Wild, Wild isn't a Zelda okay. game okay we, we 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 we've we've made this clear. Even in this particular episode, that Breath of the Wild is not a Zelda game. <laughs> no? No, it's not. Because, I mean, you do get upgrades. Zelda you g- just get all of the upgrades at the start of the game. It's not a Zelda game. <laughs> How is it not a Zelda game? It's it's never been a Zelda game. Because you don't... The story's not about you. <laughs> It, here, here's. The, I guess it might be best stated as it is a Zelda game, but it's the only Zelda game because it's the only game that actually like Zelda matters in. Zelda matters Whereas in both of them. Link doesn't matter. That's the issue. in Breath of the Wild. That's the issue is that Link um, does not matter, but you're still playing as Link. You you don't have dungeons. I know there's technically like the stupid four animals or three animals or whatever um those don't they don't count. matter they're 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 tiny dungeons that's not a thing they're um, they're glorified bosses uh-huh uh they're they're there's the like mini dungeons all over the place but they don't count as dungeons because they're like two minutes and then you're done with them uh, it's it's not a Zelda game. And if you counted them as I, I, dungeons, like you'd have too many dungeons in the game. Yeah, there's like two hundred of them. One hundred and twenty. Yeah, yeah, it's like two hundred. <laughs> um, I, I'm not saying it's a bad game. It's not my game, but it's. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's not a Zelda game. It does not have any of the things that Zelda games have. I guess fair enough. Um, but yeah, uh, so so you you like the finding upgrade system so long as it, uh, so long as I feel like I'm paced finding them. properly. Yeah, as long as it's paced yeah. properly, and I feel like I could. I could stumble across these on my own and not have them like. Link, so you're not a here. fan of the 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 standard upgrade finding technique that's in a ton of games, which is just 
uh, you have progressed to this part of the story. We are giving you this up. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of that. Just, just like, oh, a cutscene happened. Here's your new power. Okay. Like that, that's so, a very common not, thing in the JRPGs I play a lot, and it's like my least favorite part of a, of all of those games. Yeah, I was gonna point that out that it's a very JRPG. Yeah, thing. Um, but like the JRPGs have enough other stuff that I like that it it kind of balances it out. Yeah, and I guess that's that's technically a, a different sort of progression, which is just story progression. Yeah. Uh, you you move on to the next area because the story says so. Like I wouldn't even classify it so much um, as character progression. Yeah, uh, I mean, with some things, it's like, hey, you've progressed to the next area, you get bonuses and stuff. Right, like in Tales um, of Arise, I got the blazing sword, and now my I, I can eat fire with my sword, and that opens up new pathways for me. But I don't feel like that was yeah. that was progression on the character end. That was just like the story said I can do this, so now I can do that. Yeah, but at the same time, it, it is definitely a character progression. They now have, directly have a new ability. Yeah. You didn't do anything to get it. That's it was the issue. forced on you. I played the game for was four hours, on so you. I get this. But uh, that it's, I mean, that's that's a different way of character progression that we just don't want to cover i guess because i don't like it <laughs> it's 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 its own thing it is like it 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 deserves a week of its own it would be fast because we would just shit on it and be done because <laughs> um, we both don't like it no because it's i mean it's cheap it makes sense but it's it's cheap um there's there's a whole game about it um oh let me open up steam real quick uh where is that gemini heroes reborn it's a first person game Wait, where you get superpowers gemini hero isn't that is that like a sequel to the no i doubt it there's like a Gemini uh, something game on the N64. Uh, pretty sure it's a no. It looks nothing like one this. off. Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> Gemini Heroes Reborn is a first-person action adventure that allows you to uh, play as a twenty-year-old uh, girl, Cassandra, who unlocks incredible powers. Uh, and solve a mystery in her past. So you get the powers to, like, jump to the past and um, come back to the, the present and and see into the past and, and see when to do things and telekinesis and uh, all, all sorts of, of stuff like that. But it gives you to them in order as you progress linearly through the game. There's There's no going back and finding secrets and stuff it's just you play the game right straight through and and you are progressing as a character the end of the game you have more powers than at the beginning of the game that that's definitively character progression it's just uh, not it, it doesn't work for everything 
Um, and you know the, the the powers are fun and stuff, but it's it's just a different style than than a lot of other games. And it's you know I don't I don't it's weird because I don't hate it, but I would never choose to do it as a game developer. Right, because it doesn't because it's it doesn't feel rewarding. I don't I, I don't think. Like, yeah, it, I never feel like, oh, I accomplished something and now I'm able to do this. It's just like, I've played the game long enough and a a scene happened and now I can do it. Yeah. It's, it's a utilitarian. Yeah. Uh, as, okay, so I guess I'll give my final thoughts on the, the fighting upgrades progression. Uh, I like it. Um, same as levels, I, uh, I think there's a, a time and a place for it. Um, I feel like more games or more types of games can use the finding upgrades as opposed to leveling, which is more of a role playing system. Um, uh, I, I like the finding upgrades. It's, it works for a bunch of things like, you know, Mario's fun. Um, Some people say. Eh. <sighs> Mario's <laughs> fun. Um, and, uh, yeah. I. Whatever. Cool. Yeah. This is a weird uh, topic you've Yeah. Picked, it definitely needed uh, it, it, some... What, what's the word? Clarity. It needed some more clarity and the the way that I do this doesn't allow for that. It's just kind of like, okay, it's <laughs> about time to record. Um, I've been working all week. What should we talk about this? <laughs> yeah. Uh. Hey, so, uh, what are you looking forward to this week? Oh, Jesus. Um, oh. You go really? first, and I'll think of my answer. No, I asked you. Oh fuck! I don't know. Playing more tales. Um, reading, hey. reading our next light novel. Okay, which, to be clear, it's not going to be done next. No, week. that's why like, we're not we're, saying the name of it. We, we're 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 hecka and advanced. Yes. So because I uh, we um, have constantly issues with getting the book on time. So I said. We're going to get it super early now. <laughs> yeah. And we did. And we did. Uh, so it's still like three weeks away. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got uh, a, a fun family holiday coming up. Ooh. Uh, Tuesday is regression day for us. Um, regression day? So, Yeah. It's 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 a, a family holiday and uh, the two of us that constitutes this family. Um, <laughs> Not even like my parents or her parents. It's just just the two Absolutely of us. Not. Correct. Um, regression day is a day where you uh, you just uh, take the day to regress to your your childhood and you have fun like you did when you were a child. That's it. Oh. It's just have have fun like you did when you were a kid. Every day is regression day so, for me then. 
we're we're gonna have some some chocolate cake and uh, have pillow fights and fight with plastic swords and play video games and watch cartoons and stuff like that. Cool. Mm-hmm. Because life is short and you need to enjoy yep. it. Don't do shit just because you feel like you're too old to do it. Nope. So, like, yeah. Like me. <laughs> you're, you're younger than most people I know. <laughs> Dude, I, I, was, I was at Ross yesterday and I was like, I need to buy a wallet. My 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 current wallet is old and dingy and gross, and it's falling apart. I need to get a new wallet. And I was gonna buy I was gonna buy a Captain America wallet, and then I felt super self conscious about it, and I'm like, I'm not buying. Uh, this you should have. You should have. I've got a I've got a Zelda wallet. I mean, to be fair, it is a leather wallet that's got the the Zelda crest on it, but. Yeah. Still. I should have. Get, get what you like. Life's too short to care what people think. Sigh. But I care what people think. Ugh. Hey, um, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, don't forget to rate and subscribe. Give us all the thumbs ups. Um, give us a review if you can. If you're inclined, it would help a lot. So much. Um,. It, it really would. It, it, you have no idea reviews, how much it would help. Any ratings. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, like us on Spotify. Anything. Yeah, whatever. Uh, and, uh, hey, for our, our call to action, uh, share this with someone who works in local government. What? SimCity? Oh. Yeah. Okay. Someone who works in local... Go- Share this with your entire local parks and rec department. Yeah, hey, um... Make a, make a little sign and put it, like, on your mailbox. For your mailman uh, to see. So that you're, for your mailman to see. That way they'll, they'll see that they should listen to Glowing Weak Point. Yep. If you do this, please send us a picture of it. <laughs> like, please send us a picture. Or, or fashion a bumper sticker out of duct tape and put it on other people's cars. No. Okay, don't do this. <laughs> don't do that. That's illegal. Do the thing I said, not the thing he said. All right, bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs>